Howdy, my hobgoblins. We are back with the final episode of season one of Spellcast, a chilling adventures of Sabrina podcast, your favorite podcast on Sabrina, one of the only ones out there. We're hitting the market, Isabel. You're giving us so much energy, Funke. I love it. I am. Oh, that's great because I'm excited. We're we're, we're on the last one. We we did we're it. On the last one. I know. I can't believe we're here. I feel pretty good about it. I think this episode was a great note to end on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, first of all, before we get into the episode, her hair amazing now. I like it. Very cute. I like it way more. Uh, I'm Funke, uh, and this is Isabel. Oh, yes. Hi, everyone. My name is Isabel, and yeah. we're going to be talking about the finale of The Chilling Adventures of Spring, Episode 1, The Witching Hour. I mean, Season 1. Fuck. The Witching Hour. <laughs> so what happened, Isabel? All right. So the episode opens with Wardwell. We see her. She's sitting in a chair, and she's talking. I'm like, finally, we're going to get all of our answers tonight. Like, we're going to know what's good. And so she basically says Sabrina is going to fulfill the Dark Lord's prophecy. Um, first of all, who's she talking to? We have to wait till the end of the episode to find out. Um, but this is I just got excited right away. I'm like, the Dark Lord's prophecy. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm settled yeah. in for this hour. What the hell does he want? And it's cool because it, the, the story is being told differently than every other episode. Like, it feels like a retelling from Wardwell's perspective, right? Exactly. A few times through the episode, we go back to that shot of her talking to someone by the fire and basically telling the story. So that's really great kind of narrator style. Mm -hmm. So the 13 are coming. The 13 witches, uh, which we soon learn from Aunt Zelda and Aunt Hilda, are basically 13 witches who were hung, who were sacrificed by their coven back in the 17th century, and they're coming back because war will summon them. They're coming back for revenge. Yeah, they come in for, for Greendale. Greendale, everyone there is, is not safe uh, from those witches. No. So the 13 were basically the Chilling Adventures way of referencing the Salem witch trials, I think. Um, they happened around the same time. Uh, they say, I looked this up, um, Turns out there's a wiki fandom for the Chilling Adventures. That's oh, of course you know there is. This is just like this is, it. It feels like Twilight. Um, the best part is that on the Greendale 13's wiki fandom page, uh, each character has a status, and their status just says destroyed, which is really <laughs> funny. Like not even dead, just straight up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like destroyed, turned to dust. Uh, we're ruining we're, we're giving spoilers but yeah basically they happen around the same time as the salem witch trials so they're doing a little reference there um mm -hmm. and so well all the 13 witches are coming and that's basically what it is sabrina and her family are worried about everyone in greendale they're like how are we gonna defend this so they uh they make a tornado and get everyone together they huddle everyone together mm -hmm. i love the tornado scene the, them summoning the tornado. It felt like good old-fashioned magic tricks. It was yeah, fun to watch. like some family magic tricks. And they, most of the time, it's been Sabrina doing shit behind people's backs. It, it, it's nice <laughs> when it's like all of them together, like a little witch event they're doing. It's nice. Yeah, nice familial witch activities. This <laughs> yeah. um, and they're doing so because the 13 witches basically, in revenge, uh, summoned the Red Angel of Death to come and slay all the firstborns. It's kind of like Passover. 
Is that's it? what happens. Yeah, that's the story of Passover. That's the final plague. Wow. Uh, Spoilers. Anyways, so <laughs> there's a lot happening and a lot happening all at once um, in this episode. I feel like we're going through it quite fast. Um, but the first at least half of the episode is just like, they're coming, they're coming. And uh, the Spellman's making a tornado. Um, and also at the same time, the coven is all gathered in the church of night where they uh, plan to stay safe together by making spells to keep their church safe. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot happening at once. There's this witching hour, obviously. Um, there's lots of love bits popping in and out here. Uh, a, a lot of this episode is dealing with the Spellmans and how the whole family as a whole is, is stuck in the middle of the mortal world and the witch world. It's not just Sabrina. It's everyone. Exactly. They all have ties to the mortal world. Um, and this episode really cements them and 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 showcases that they're not just evil witches they're they're there's something more to these guys spellmans are special it's not just sabrina mm -hmm. it's all of them the spellmans don't want to sacrifice the entire community of greendale to the 13. and because of this when the tornado well the fake tornado comes and uh the man the red man on the horse comes to kill all the firstborns um the Spellmans go to protect the mortals at the school. So they're all at the basement of the high school, trying to stay safe in this tornado. And the four of them, so more family magic, are putting spells to keep the... Oh my god. I'm Doing such it. an idiot. <laughs> no, you don't. You're explaining fucking spells. How are you going to sound smart explaining spells? I just mean like my... Ugh, okay, whatever. Um... Wow. So the four of them are together. <laughs> they're <laughs> the fucking podcast. Who cares? They're saving the world. And then, but one by one, they each get pulled away, basically. Oh, it's so funny, too, how they get pulled away. It's always like, all right, well, the three of us can still do it. Oh, well, at least you and I can. Three of us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was nice. Great. I, I like that writing. It's classic it's, comedy. It's, yes. It's what I want to see in a show. Mm -hmm. So first to go is Zelda. And she goes because um, Mrs. Blackwood, Lady Blackwood, is having her baby. It's baby time. Woohoo! I knew it was going to happen. The oh, yeah. And they said, we're all locked in a church. <laughs> no way she's not having a baby. Yeah, they were like, oh, she's not going to have her baby for a long time. She's having her baby now. Like, she's, dead. Yeah. Like, she's of course, having it this episode. Mm -hmm. like That's where Zelda's at. And then Ambrose gets pulled away by, uh, yeah, Luke. Because Luke loves him. Also, Funky. Can you hear me? Are you here? Hello? Okay, hi. Uh, you said Ambrose, and then Jamama turned everything off. I love that. All right. So the Spellmans are there. They're all working to protect this high school from the witches and the Crimson Rider. And Zelda gets pulled away because it's time for babies. It's baby time. And then Ambrose gets pulled away because Nick, wait, not Nick, Luke. Ugh, I always mess those up. Luke pulls him. Luke is like, I love you. Yeah, he loves him. So that's exciting. Then Sabrina gets pulled away by Boardwell. Of course, she's always meddling in the business. Ugh, and this is where the real... <laughs> w W. <laughs> That's her nickname, that right there. Classic Wardwell. <laughs> w W. 
Did you make that up or did you hear that somewhere? I just made who else is talking about Sabrina other than us? All right, all right, all right. Actually, I found the Reddit for Sabrina this morning, so a who, few people. Who is on the Reddit for Sabrina? Like, what are, are they, they talking about? True. I don't know. They set up, they have all of their... Um, Reddits. No, no, all Reds? of their, like... Yes, all of their threads are ready for season two. Like, they're all like, <laughs> here's my thread, join it so we can get to talking. And I was very confused because I thought it drops today, but I realized you're not in April 5th yet, but I am. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm in April 5th in half an hour. I see. So, so you're yeah. close. Yeah. Well, I mean, Friday is going to drop. Well, I'm already halfway through Friday, Frankie. So mm. anyways, <laughs> um, so basically, Wardwell pulls Sabrina and they go back to the space in the woods. So much stuff happens in the woods and like, yeah, teen dramas always I, like not even the witchy stuff, even Riverdale. They're always in the fucking woods. Really? Oh, all the I time. I guess there's, there's no so laws. It's the woods. And even when Wardwell lures that kid to the woods, he's like, mm -hmm. you brought us to the woods. That means you want to make out hard, right? There's no rules mm -hmm. in the woods. <laughs> That's, he's but maybe our friends are hanging out in forests and we just don't know about it. Are we just not cool enough? Are we not invited to these woods hangouts? Maybe. I don't know what woods in Toronto people would uh, hang they're out They're all in. fucking disgusting and by the beach i swear <laughs> anyways so sabrina gets pulled back to the place that her dark baptism was taking place in episode two i think nice callback yeah i love it remember when this happened so long ago yeah and basically wardwell just says to her you need all the power you can get to save this city she does in a lot more like sneaky and manipulative way oh yeah she's like oh my gosh there's so much going wrong you have to do this you have to sign your name in the book everyone will die harvey will die roz and susie they'll die i will die your family will die so obviously sabrina is gonna do it <laughs> i love how she slides in herself like sabrina yeah, just really caring about wardwell who are you lady Sabrina trusts her like a lot. So maybe she does care for no reason. Anyways, ultimately what happens is Sabrina finally signs her name in the book, book of the dead. Is that what it's called? Book of the dead. I think. Yeah. 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 Book of the dead. And having this allows her to have, she's, she's going to be the greatest witch of her generation. Yeah. WW and she can feel it inside of her. She knows she's so powerful, but I have a question. Yes. Wardwell basically reminds her, and so does the Dark Lord, that there are limitations, obviously, on your life once you've signed the Book of the Dead. You're restricted. But what are they? Like, they say she's trapped, but how so? Because all you these other witches still walk with the mortals. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think because Sabrina's so powerful, he wants to use her in a sinister manner. And it's. Yeah, but like she doesn't know that. I know, but it's just the. the the concept of of her like she has to do whatever he says whenever right she's she's like enlisted in the army the witch army if she accepts this basically and like right. whenever the dark and lord's like hey you got to do this evil thing for me she has to say yes and just do it but that's yeah. the same with everyone else like all of her family as well yeah. then if their names are in the book of the dead exactly but it's double worse for her because she's the best witch ever so right he could be like, you know what? I actually don't like mortals. Can you kill all your friends for me? Thanks. And she'd, and she'd like, have to do it. Oh, Harvey. <laughs> well, 
that's kind of how it ends. But <laughs> so she signs and with this newfound power, Wardwell's like, you know what to do. And Sabrina's like, you're right. I do. I have to kill all the 13. And I know exactly where to do it because remember all those visions I had in episode one? That made so no sense. Big oak. Well, now we understand. Okay. Three months later. What a reach. Sabrina did not. She was not like, oh, exactly. That part in that, that memory. That's the tree I have to burn down. Like what? You were just scared at like a mm-hmm. park. Well, but now she know, now that she's harnessed all this power. She's what? She's ready. She's woke and ready. So she goes and she summons a 13 and they're like, why did you summon us? And she's like, I'm going to kill you with hellfire. <laughs> they're like, no, <laughs> like, no, you can't do that. Only three witches in the entire history have ever been able to do that. And Sabrina says, make it four. four. She said that shit. And I was like, oh my God. And then those witches were like, no way, no way. And then she just lights them all on fire. Like, no yeah. like no issue lights them all on fucking fire and which is crazy because even though yes doing that ultimately did save the town in that moment two things first of all that definitely means there's more bad stuff coming your way like if you're someone who killed all these witches that can't be good and second of all it took away the entire mentality of her family being like we have to help everyone yeah like we're good people so we're gonna help everyone and she just goes and kills them double kills them Mm-hmm. It's not like they're evil. They were just like murdered and and left for dead by their whole coven. So obviously they're pissed. Yeah, and they were just trying to get their own revenge for how fucked they were treated. Yeah. So I was kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. It it was it seemed like they were um the Spellmans were trying to be like, "Okay, yeah, we're we're better than this. We're there's two sides to us. Like we have a moral side and we have a witch side, but they're both equally valuable." But no, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it did seem like fuck witches. Like, (laughs) I hate those evil witches. Not even like, I thought she'd do a whole Sabrina, like, at least try to reason with them. But she didn't at all. She was just like, I'm going to burn you now. Yeah, but I think that has a little bit to do with dark Brina, who's coming. Oh, you know, she's coming because she dyed her hair. So So you, okay, you think that she's going to be like a different character now? I think she's going to be more into being bad she'll be okay using her powers for ugly uh hot take isabel i know we're not even there yet but i love that (laughs) i'm pretty excited i love that she can be more evil and not like goody two-shoes sabrina well even last episode or two episodes ago we were talking about how excited we were when she uh slit doofuses or (laughs) okay don't call her doofus what's her name dork dorcas sorry uh when she killed dorcas and we were both like this is cool and yes. then they got rid of it yeah and then they just reversed it oh my gosh so to get us back on track we head back to the coven and there's babies being had and the first baby comes out first when it comes out of lady blackwood and we know something's up because <laughs> zelda and prudence give each other a look yeah and Basically, what happens with that plot line is that Zelda tells Father Blackwood, actually, one of your twin boys ate the other one. So he's really powerful. And this is your son. And he is the heir. And, and Blackwood's like, good. He's well, my first thought like, was, he's, yeah, no, he's down. He's like, no, that, that makes sense. Perfect. And to me, I was like, my first thought is, okay, if, he's, if he ate his brother in the womb, he's evil. 
He wants him to be evil. So then does that mean the heir, the next father of the church is going to be evil? Yeah, I agree. Father Blackwood's so down, which is funny. Yeah. he's. I think he's like, good that that boy's evil that he ate his brother. Yeah. Perfect. He's into it. My liege. But what we learn is that really the firstborn of the twins ended up being a girl. And that's just a no-go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know we know the church is misogynistic, too. Is is what misogynistic yeah for sure we learned the church is a patriarchy so zelda has to steal a baby yeah wild um wild yeah this is interesting well the thing that i wonder is zelda says to hilda i i would fear what thought the father would do if he found out the firstborn of the two twins was a woman does she is that her suggesting that he would have killed somehow like killed his daughter so yeah. that his son could be the heir as opposed to yeah exactly right that's that's what i inferred from it i also thought it could have been like just wouldn't let her be the heir but no he's he would straight up murder that baby right that's definitely what zelda was suggesting yeah and then we have this scene basic such cute babies so cute and we basically have this scene where blackwood is introducing his son to all the men of seems like only like the teenage band or something i don't know where all the rest of the dudes are but all of the like young men of the coven uh his son who he names judas of course who was the disciple who betrayed jesus so just sneaking in a little like classic he's evil yeah he's gonna be a bad that was one of like the the hail satan things from the beginning where i was like oh totally Mm -hmm. um but what's interesting is they're all just going like hail satan hail judas hail satan and we see ambrose given like a weird he's trembling a bit i swear yeah i think he's weirded out i don't know if this is because of what we were just talking about how spellmans kind of have this in between like i love being a witch but also it's kind of whack sometimes and maybe it's because he knows that since blackwood named him judas that the church might turn evil or something i don't know but he's not down (laughs) No, I think he was Luke bind binded him to the place, right? Remember? Right. Luke Luke said, "I binded you here. You can't go back to your family like you're here." And I don't know if that was just for the night of the tornado or if it was like the thing where he was living in uh the house, like he was trapped there. Interesting. Well, that's also I like I don't where does Luke live? Like where's Luke's he family? Lives, Luke is like I think he's one of the orphans or whatever at the magic school. Mm. like prudence also whatever just in terms of uh luke there is a scene right at the beginning of the episode where luke and Am- like luke's leading ambrose into the forest to be like i want to show you that spot in the moonlight right before they see the 13 and it was so sinister at the beginning and he's like come like come i need to show oh, you the spot and yeah. i was like i was like funky's right luke is fucking evil yeah but now i think you're wrong oh no no he's of course not evil now but i think they yeah. knew that as well i think they knew they were hinting at that because that was a yeah. weird scene right like that did feel like he was about to be like and i'm the 14th witch ah and yes. then, like pull ambrose in or some shit but he was like oh boy ah. i'm scared let me go back to to the witch school <laughs> right 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 um and then basically we get to the end and we finally get to learn what the hell is the plot of the show why why is everything we've seen happening it's and uh, so that's important let's we need to like just sit on that for a moment because the show does not didn't have like a big plot like it did not have like a cohesive plot 
that was like going through a bunch of episodes. It was just like, sure. like a weird, like some plot lines would bleed over to other episodes, but overall, like there was nothing. For sure. If we do a reflection on the season, we had an episode about uh, the dream witch who is in her family. We had an episode about the orphans yeah. at the school trying to help them. Um, we had an episode about an exorcism and that demon, but none of this, like you're saying, relates to each other. Yeah. Really. At all. Some of them, like like the um, like the dream witch one, were absolutely just filler. Like there was no plot to that really at all. Like. And sometimes I think having episodes that are kind of like standalone, like this is just for fun, is cool. But I think especially at that point in the season when me and you were both every episode, just like, I'm bored. (laughs) Yeah. Clearly, that's not a good time to put in a filler episode. No. About nothing much. I mean, I do think every time we get to see a little bit more magic is kind of fun. And I think we were talking about um, how maybe that was supposed to help us care more about these characters but even if you think about the three of their like members like their deepest insecurities or something that we saw in them Mm -hmm. they were all kind of weird and like didn't matter that much they were definitely weird anyways guys so here's the situation wardwell who by the way is talking to the principal who she then meets but wardwell basically is not wardwell her name is lilith and She's here helping place Sabrina on the path to become the Dark Lord's second in command. No. And she's doing this. No. No, 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 no. She's there to enlist Sabrina into the Dark Lord's like army thing to become her second, his second in command. Yeah, same thing. No, 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 no. So, so that when Sabrina gets like signs up for the Dark Lord thing, then Wardwell's promoted to be the second in command. No. She is second in command. She's basically like number one servant. She's going to be promoted to become queen of hell. She says when she, once she is finished getting Sabrina to like be completely submissive to the Dark Lord, basically, which is what she's been working on. And this episode was a big success for her because she got Sabrina to sign the Book of the Dead. Yeah. Then the Dark Lord will grant her queendom of hell, basically, because she even says, then I'll get my crown. Yeah. Okay. So basically, she wants Sabrina to take her position so that she can be queen. And then her bird is like, well, what if the Dark Lord just makes Sabrina the queen, pretty much? Yes. Okay, hold on, Funky. The bird talks. You have to acknowledge that. That was crazy. (laughs) The crow talks. This whole season, basically, what are they called? I forget every time. Familiars. Familiars, thank you. The whole season, whenever someone talks to their familiar, the familiar responds sounding like a cat like with a meow or with a crow or whatever. Yeah. And the crow is crowing away and she's talking to it. And then she goes, oh, stop crowing. Just sit, talk, like, just say what you mean. And then the fucking crow talks. <laughs> You're right. We, sorry, we did not acknowledge that. Oh, other thing. Who's that guy at the bookshop with Zelda or Hilda? That's the guy who's worked at the bookshop with her the whole time. I know. That's but... her manager. Yeah, but they kissed and whatever. And he walked away and his eyes were looking different. Yeah, that was wild. I want to talk about his eyes. Like, when they said bye, like, is he the familiar? Do you think he's, like, also the crow? Oh, you think? Oh. Like, and he was just doing that for, like, Those bird-like eyes? (laughs) I don't know. Just, they they were evil. They were definitely evil. They were evil 100 And that would make sense because Wardwell says all the time, regularly mentions that she is working really hard to make everything in Sabrina's life fall apart. 
Um, she says she's always trying to manipulate her friends. She says at the beginning of the episode that she was really upset that her friends stood behind her when they found out that she was a witch. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that would totally make sense so that she's just trying to infiltrate another part of Sabrina's life, and which yeah, works, by the way. Because Hilda is moving out. Well, moving out of the bedroom. Yeah. And I think she only says that because she just kissed the guy. And so she's like, I want to be able to have sex, I guess. So I need my own room. But she does say this right after Zelda is like, we're going to raise another baby together. We got this. Yeah. And Hilda basically just says, sorry, I want my own bedroom. So is that a yes or a no? Like, they really don't answer that. And I think, well, I guess we'll have to see what happens there. That would be very interesting if they take the baby, if Blackwood finds out what really happened. Oh, he's going to. Like, he's going to find out. I assume. Um. But yeah, then we see Sabrina's friends sitting at school, basically being like, wait, we're still friends. We still like her. Like, what's going on? Then we see Sabrina looking hot. She's one of the weird sisters now. She's winking at Nick. She's oh. a bad girl. And she's into being a bad girl. She is a bad girl. She is. Mm -hmm. This is the new Sabrina, and we're for it. We're here for it. Yeah, I think we're here for it. Yeah. Um, Very exciting definitely completely set itself up for a second season i guess it knew that it was going to get one yeah of course i wasn't expecting to see the bleached hair in this season really so yeah because i'd seen i kind of photos online but i you felt it i felt it because i saw the i saw the photos and i was like this is either like episode 10 or the the, the christmas episode um no it's the, it's a good look it's a good one <laughs> Welcome to Hot Take Steak, the second segment of our wonderful podcast, uh, where we talk about our takes on this show that we just watched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was that not enthusiastic enough for you? I Fonte? think you died halfway through. Welcome to Hot Take Steak, and where? <laughs> talk about our Whatever. It's because I have to think about what I'm saying as I talk. That's hard sometimes. You do that? Oh my gosh. Think about the words you're saying. Okay. You're so strong. Um. So, what are your hot takes, Funke? Hot takes. Uh, I think. Yeah. I mean, we 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 spoke about it a bit, but I think Sabrina's gonna be a bad girl now. And mm -hmm. um, what else? She she's not dating Harvey. No, they're not dating. I think she's now, especially with the final wink. I think she's into. The idea of changing her persona. I guess I have a question, which is was the opposite of a hot take, uh, which is that is this, does she have to do this now? As a full witch who signed the Book of the Dead, could she still hang out with her friends if she wanted to? Uh, yeah, I think she's just more into witch shit. Yeah, I think she just doesn't want to. Yeah, I feel like we'll, we'll get more of an explanation in season two, but yeah. For sure. I do think that what's his face nicholas scratch is the is the jacob of this series like it's there because because we want to make harvey look better because we, like this is just in juxtaposition with harvey but i don't think he makes harvey look better i well i think he will i think nicholas is like oh my gosh this is wild and then something's gonna go wrong and then i really sabrina, like nick though i like nick too but something's gonna go wrong and then sabrina's gonna be like oh, harvey's always been the one i knew it harvey kinkle but yeah, I just I just think that they got to commit to it. 
if they're gonna they're gonna hint it at least something has to happen like nicholas is such a weirdo like did you see how she looked at nick i did at the end of this season yeah i did but i don't think he's a weirdo i mean i think it's one but yes it is a jacob edwards situation just in that he's like even though he even knows that she's gonna pick him always he still loves her and will do things for her like protect her boyfriend uh, because she asked him to and he's playing the good guy because he's always like no like nothing's happening between us she loves you buddy yeah truly wants what's best for her i'm not sure why like has she given him any reason to like no i don't think so (laughs) he's also just been like a nerd he has no she has like what he doesn't know her yeah but he's into it maybe again this has something to do with how into her father he is oh yeah see that could be a cool plot like if he was just using her for her dad and then she finds that out or something and then goes back i wonder how prudence feels about sabrina joining the weird sisters because I think clearly Sabrina is going to be top dog. Mm, no, I think Sabrina will be like acting like she doesn't think she's the top dog, but is the top dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think she'll take the role of a, of a Dorcas or whatever. You think Sabrina's going to be a Dorcas? No way, thank you. She's going to, like, in her head, she's going to think that she is when actually she's trying to be prudent. Sabrina is so into herself. You think she's going to let herself? I know, but she's going to be like, oh my God, thank you guys for letting me join your witch cove. And I'll be like, I'll start from the bottom like everyone else. I don't care that uh, I'm special, but it's like clearly does care. Right. Or like won't, even if she says that, she definitely will still try and take charge. Yeah. Yes. But her and Prudence are friends. So I mean, yeah. we'll see what happens. They're cool. I guess my hot take is more for the, the show makers and the, plot itself but i really hate the special effects in this show i think for a show about magic they should have sorted themselves out a little bit more in terms of effects what special effects specifically okay for example for example there's this one shot when the red crimson horseman is entering greendale and by the way i love the somewhat references between Greendale and Riverdale. Oh time. yeah, what did they say? You went. We went to a funeral home in in Riverdale. In Riverdale, yes, totally. Uh, and the signs for the cities look the same. So we see this close up of the Riverdale sign, or sorry, the Greendale sign as the crimson horse is entering it, and his red smoke uh, kind of hangs out in front of the sign and then disappears. And the sign's been kind of charred up, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. They're just saying that it looks like dangerous, deathy smoke, but it's so ugly. <laughs> Especially how they do that, spe- like his, the red smoke and the rest of it, but, but that specifically like goes and then, I don't know. I just, I'm like, you definitely have the budget and the brains to make it look less ugly. Mm-hmm. And even things like what the Dark Lord looks like behind her. I don't, I don't know. And also I know it is practical effects, which is cool. Like I know that they have a real goat man in giant goat costume <laughs> because I've seen photos on Instagram of the cast hanging out next to the costume you've seen but... photos on instagram with them yeah for sure <laughs> that's so I've funny like it's a... seen that like costume out of context and and it's like it's just like a physical puppet or whatever or a suit yeah it's a yeah true i'm not sure if it's a puppet or if it's something that someone gets into but even this scene with when he's like standing behind her when she's signing the book of the dead and he um you can see like his goat mouth moving a little bit Ew. But like not properly, like not, it's not lining up with the words. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, it just, that's yeah. why it feels like it's someone's hand inside, just like kind of opening. And cl- Anyways, Ew. little things like that. Um, especially since they knew they were, I don't know if I already said this, but especially since they knew they were 
doing a TV show about magic where lots of special effects would happen. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe I'm being too critical. No, I do feel like the the, the special effects they chose don't mm-hmm. mesh. They don't. like. Some of them just look cheaper. It doesn't. Yeah. I mean, like, it's fine. Like, the production with Riverdale, I'm fine with. Like, it's pretty good. Because mm-hmm. there's no real, like extraterrestrial actually i don't even know at this point in the show there probably is but like there's no magic the in in sabrina the sitcom it worked so well because it was like it was just goofy shit like she'd go to school and be like oh no like i want i want some pancakes and then she'd make everyone have a pancake or something like everyone in the the lobby would just have pancakes and that's just like more practical special effects right like here they're trying to do the the cgi stuff and it just feels off and it doesn't like mesh with the production tone at all i don't know i feel like they should have done more more practical effects and done things that weren't and like you're saying because they kind of don't fit with each other maybe just deciding like just having a conversation as like the producers or i don't know and just being like what is the vibe even what you're saying about the sitcom the pancakes they're being like a little spark and pancakes showing up in front of her works with the tone and like the look of the show whereas for this one it is spooky and more realistic and less goofy so i feel like the effects should follow yeah if the effects looks kind of stupid then i don't know I, i'm i'm like what like if, if they're building up all that that t- that that tension in in describing like a scene with with miss wardwell even at the end with her face reveal yeah i was like oh my gosh this is like kind of scary and then i saw her face and i was like oh not as scary i mean like yeah i think that's an interesting one that's a hard one i felt the same way with oh my god what batty bat the dream demon oh she looked like a Power Rangers villain. Like, she did. Yeah, for sure. And all of the demons, because they've had a bunch of them, have similar looks. See, but that's I'm weird. Just like... like, that. the fact that those are in the show and so is, like, the weird smoke CGI and also Wardwell's face like that. Like, why wouldn't her face just be one of those demons we saw? Like, right. to have some sort of cohesiveness to the series and... It does feel like they didn't even talk about what they wanted the magic to be in a show about right. magic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's my hot take. <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Romance. It's Romance Rodeo. Uh, Our next segment on the show, where we talk about all the love shit that's happening in the show. Isabel, who's in love and who's kissing? Okay, so we already spoke a little bit about this, but Hilda, she gets a kiss. She gets a kiss. She gets a kiss from that guy who clearly really likes her, but does he? Does he? Clearly? He walks away. He's got some beady eyes. Something's about to happen. Yeah. So Romance Rodeo number one. And that's been fun. That's been like bubbling for a while. They've been pals since she started working at the bookstore cafe. So That's cute. Yeah, and he helped he helped her with the whole tornado thing. Uh we obviously have to address Sabrina and Harvey stay broken up and she wants to get back together and then he doesn't and then he does, but then when he's ready, she's not ready. And that's because Ugh, she's ready to be a love bad girl. It's horrible. That was so sad. And and when Nick came over, he's like, So are you are you and Sabrina like a, a thing? And then Nick was like, no, she loves you, mortal. I like Nick. I really do. Hmm. I want him to get what he wants, but I also 
I don't trust Sabrina. You know that will never work for the show. Yeah, I know. I know. Nick getting what he wants, impossible. Let's see, what other loves going on? Well, we have the principal and Miss Wardwell. So that's not love or romance as much as it is like he's being kind of creepy. Yes, And then so she creepy. to eat him. Oh my God, so <laughs> creepy at like a tornado event. I know. He's like, oh yeah, I can't wait to get you whirlwinded up. And she's like, yeah. what are you... What are you talking about? He says, I'm engorged with excitement. He says that? He does. I think he's, I don't know if he's talking about the tornado and using it as a metaphor. Ew. Either way. So he's gross. What other romance do we have on the rise? Well, uh, well, we have Luke drop the big L bomb oh, today. That was exciting. Ambrose, though, like right after that scene, though, we never see Ambrose looking happy again. It's always kind of strange, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't say it back, and his look of shock wasn't like a... Oh, he doesn't say it back. I didn't even notice. No, I don't think so. Um, He more just looks shocked. And I think it's obviously he was in a very stressful moment, and then Luke was ignoring him and just being like, but I love you. Yeah, that was selfish. The hell? Take in that moment, actually, that he stole away to say, say all this. Ugh. But this is what happens in moments of panic and disarray is when all you have to get all of your emotions out. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly disagree hardcore. I guess in my head, I was thinking like, okay, if I was a, knew that something bad was about to happen, I'd want to um, tell everyone I love that I love them. That being said, you're right. He knew he wasn't going to die. He was protected. Yeah, but not when the person's directly doing something to protect people. Well, he didn't. Luke didn't know that. Luke didn't. That's true. Either way, so that's interesting. See where that goes. And love between Zelda and her new adopted daughter, maybe. That's not adopted. Stolen child, more like. <gasps> yes, stolen. She stole a kid. You're right. That's very. She really different. did. Kidnapping. No, she fully stole the child. I mean, she did it for good reason. That's literally what every kidnapper says, but go off. She's a witch, I guess. No. I'm just saying, I think she knew what she was talking about when she said Blackwood was going to do something shitty to his daughter. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't think anyone should be stealing babies. I'm not going to go tell you to <laughs> steal a baby if you think it's the right thing to do. But I think her motivations were solid, even if they are not hmm. necessarily justifiable. Justifiable? I don't know. She's so, she's so excited. She has sisters forever. And Hilda goes... Uh, I don't want to share a room with you she, anymore. She deserved that. She's been no. What? I love. I'm pro Zelda. Yeah, pro Zelda in this day and age. Like Isabel, she's been nicer. She's been more like tolerable the past episodes. Um, but she's still a dick. <laughs> I don't think that. No, no, no. No. Why is she a dick? What has she done? Tell me. She's just like, uh, I'm a stick in the mud. I'm a cop and a witch, pretty much. She's an op. She is. Fair enough. Also, she's never been that good to Hilda. So fair enough. Yeah, I that's think what I mean. She like, deserved Hilda... that from Hilda. But I do think she's a good lady. She's like, we have to stand by all people. And so let's help save everyone. Yeah. So that's good. And also, she was there for Sabrina, even though Sabrina said, you're not my mom. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> yeah. Huh. You're right. So. Maybe. That's the love going on in Greenville. I'll sit
highs and lows. This is the third segment of our show. And we talk about our favorite and least favorite part of the episode. Yeah, favorites and least favorites parts. Yes. Funke, what was your favorite part of this episode? My favorite part of the episode has got to be at the end when Roz, Susie, and was it Harvey as well? I don't remember. Mm -hmm. We're sitting down and they were like, is Sabrina still going to be our friend? Ah, she's a witch. She's a witch. I don't know. I don't get it. And then Sabrina, it cuts to Sabrina being like, Wait, that was your high? Yeah, that was my high. Oh, you liked it? I liked it because it was so cheesy. It was like, what are you worried about? <laughs> like, It seemed like they were for no reason. That's fair. And they just wanted to be like, it was the show being like, hey, guys, keep an eye out for Sabrina. <laughs> she might be acting a little bit different now that her hair is white. And I was like, yeah, <sighs> yeah, she will be. Crazy That's Sabrina. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I really like that. Um, lows, 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 lows. Low has got to be kind of just war. I can hear a cat. Yeah. You heard Gogeta? Yeah. He's, he loves the show. He loves it. Uh, number one fan, <laughs> number one fan, uh, low, I think is just, it's kind of like a st- stupid thing, but like just Wardwell killing that kid and it never being spoken about again. <laughs> Yeah. Weird. That's so funny. That was going to be my low too. Just like, they just kill a guy. They just who, fully. Even though we don't have any stakes with him, it's never mentioned again. That's just kind of sad. And also, I th- was it one of the guys who was like saying slurs to, to Susie? Maybe. Or he just, he was on the football team or whatever the fuck. They all look the they same. They do look the jackets, same. Yeah. Their varsity jacket. It's just white boy with face and jacket. Yeah. Yes. But also he's really gross because he's like, don't bring me to the forest unless you're gonna have sex with me. yeah so. she's like slow down and he's like no we gotta go we gotta kiss hard we're in the forest now and then yeah uh, she kills him so yeah. she gets away with it because he's kind of like shitty yeah but where's his family okay <laughs> yeah i don't know they get no answers and then they have to then there's a tornado in their town when they're <laughs> trying to find their missing oh, son that guy's family is fucked <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> like oh, where's our son oh my god there's a tornado Oh, and they probably just assumed the kid just got killed in the tornado. Damn. What the hell? That's really sad. Sabrina, we're, <laughs> the writers are not even dealing with this. We have to think They're of this. They're not even concerned with the unnamed varsity jacket boy. <laughs> they don't care. And his family. His name's definitely like Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. Love him. My high, I guess, is kind of just finding out what's going on, you know? I just was so excited when... Wardwell just started talking and I was like, oh yeah, I get answers. Yeah. I liked also, I've mentioned to you so many times in previous episodes, why does she look like Wardwell? Like, why does she look like this teacher <laughs> yeah. who was nice at the beginning of the episode? No one's met like even the father Blackwood, <laughs> just when they're talking, he doesn't acknowledge that she's in this weird body. So I finally got my like, okay, yes, she did just steal someone's body. I, I love that. You have been stuck on that. I have. Um, and the show has not provided you with any meaningful answers. I also think it feels too late to explain that. It's like, why didn't you just tell that to us earlier? It wasn't even a big reveal. That's true. It could have, in the first reveal. meeting with Blackwell, she could have been like, that's why I'm using this mortal body of their teacher. Mm-hmm. Instead of just like holding that secret. I don't even know if it's a secret, right? Like, it's just like a withholding of information that doesn't really matter. Yeah, and you're right. We know it's not a secret because... That's how the show opened. We saw, saw it happen. her die. We just don't really know what happened. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a weird thing, but it's good to know. Yes, it's good to know. So I guess that's my high. My low, I have two lows. Oh. First of all. First of all. Eh, first of all. <laughs> It stressed me out every time that someone was supposed to be doing a spell, especially like the spellmans and even uh, Nick holding the door down and they would start talking. Yeah. Like someone would come up to them and start talking to them while they were supposed to be doing spells. And I was like, (gasps) they can't do spells and also talk and have a conversation with you right now. Like they're busy. Also, that was just on that note. It was really funny when- Can you not multitask? I am multitasking. I'm moving on to the next thing. No, I mean, sorry. Are you not like, that's a weird fear to me. Oh, <gasps> they're talking. They're well, <laughs> don't bother. no, I'm just, it, I guess in my head, I just, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think you can do both. Cool. Also, I feel like doing the spell to keep the crimson guy away was pretty important. So, you know, yeah. Okay. Stress me out when people are trying to talk over them. You're valid. You're valid. Number two, Roz's aunt just dies. What the hell? <laughs> what? Yeah, I forgot about that. Exactly. Of course you fucking forgot about it. There's no mention that she's going to die. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. I remember it. I remember there's one mention where she was like, where, uh, where Wardwell was like, and the old lady was sewing her own death cloak. Oh my god, you're right. Um, but that was so weird. She knew she was gonna die, obviously. She knew she was like, gonna die. Wardwell knew she was gonna die. A, a very weird scene because Roz like walks in, sees the dead body, and is like, oh, and then walks out the room. Right? Well, she puts a cloak on no, she puts the red cloak on. Roz does. Right? I thought it was already yeah. on her. And she was just peeking under. No, <laughs> she wasn't peeking. Wait. <laughs> She wasn't peeking. She like puts it because I was so confused. I was like, oh, she's putting her to bed. And then immediately she puts it over her whole face. And I was like, what? She's dead. And then she just turns around and her ghost is leaving. The room. And I was like, I'm so confused. This show doesn't give a fuck. Like it honestly doesn't care about anything that isn't the main plot that it just described to us. So, yeah, uh, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I had fun. I'm I'm fine with Kalani now that I know what's going on. I think that's like where I am, because I was yes. I we were like floating around ideas like this might be like something really good or like blah 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 like th- if they did this kind of plot that'd be amazing and like breakthrough. But uh, yeah, it's just cheesy. It's just I'm still waiting for them to answer why Sabrina was born with a goat <laughs> twin. Maybe speaking of that, uh, the 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 babies were twins. These ones, the new ones. Yes. So you're saying maybe related or something? Yeah. Well, also, though, we know that Sabrina, I mean, I think she thinks that her parents died in, or she did at least think her parents died in a car crash when she was super young. That's such but we a also lie. Learned that, That's such a lie. <laughs> well, we keep seeing her mom in this like. Purgatory. Yeah. They took you away from me right after your baptism. Like they took you away from me and told me that you were dead. So her dad's so, a liar. I guess her dad was because he must have been like, I guess I want her to have a witch life. So fuck you to the mother of this child and I'll I'll give you to my sisters or something. Yeah. Then how did he die? Like, how did he die? Nobody knows. For real. But that's such like, I don't know. That is such a like, ooh, this backstory will be revealed to you later (laughs) phrase. I still want to know why there was baby goat legs next to her legs. I'm ready to know. We could probably look that up. If it doesn't matter. 
if it doesn't matter then we, we could look it up yeah i mean should we look it up right now yeah let's look it up if it's not a okay. real plot point then it would just be like oh this is this is just a dream but if it is a real plot point i don't think it'll have anything about it oh my god oh my god what i just looked up why is sabrina b because i was gonna say born with it. and the first thing that comes up on google is blurry see other people also take issue that they use that stupid blurry effect oh my god why is Sabrina blurry is the first thing Google. Okay, popbuzz.com. Chilling adventures of Sabrina's blurry scenes are confusing a lot of people. Fans love Netflix's new Sabrina but hated the blurry shots. Dude, it's not just me. What? I looked it up and there's like nine articles about this. I love how valid you must feel right now. Like, I feel good. There's dozens of us. This is all the tweets. <laughs> the blurred edges have people trying to adjust their eyes and devices. <laughs> <laughs> the blurry uh, end to a show wow oh my god dude there's memes about it. there's like tons of memes about Wait, it send. me trying to clean the blurry edges of my laptop screen while watching oh this is so funny okay i'll send this article anyways whole gotta get back to doing it. our research this is one of many but it has a few of the tweets and memes people made this about is it. a long ass episode i love it it's the finale so i'll allow it <laughs> Uh, it's a it's a video essay, I think. Also, I'll cut all this in between uh, stuff. I out. assume. Yeah. <laughs> Trust your editing abilities. The twins in this vision aren't specifically addressed in the series, but over the course of the following nine episodes, we do learn that visions of this kind are never quite literal. The twins could be a symbol of Sabrina's dual nature as half witch, half mortal, Bye. or this could even mix in a dash of foreshadowing about Father Blackwood's having twins at the end of the season, which is what you just said. Oh, T. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, it could have just been foreshadowing. Oh, here, here. To... Maybe, but that seems kind of That's dumb. Boring. Hold on. They offer revealing details, but blah, blah, blah. There's evidence that we might not want to take this whole twin thing too seriously and that the cloven-footed twin is just a representation of Sabrina's darker nature. Mm. All right. Boring. That's less exciting. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> That's not what either of us wanted to hear. Yeah, like, if it's nothing, then it's definitely going to be, like, a sentence on the trivia section of that website. 100%. 100%. That's so sad. Imagine it would like the season ended and instead of Sabrina's hair turning white, it was like it was like her meeting evil Sabrina. She's like, "Hey, <laughs> that'd be cool." We got to write TV. We got to write TV. I I see a future for us. I do too, honestly. After after this 10 episode stint, <laughs> we just we come up with our own original Babrina. Submit it to Netflix. Hopefully get it picked up. No problem. Babrina. Ooh, 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 ooh. I was doing like a Hannah Montana like transition. Oh, ooh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do one of those, and then I'll talk. No, you <laughs> just did it. I want to keep yours, and it's funnier. <laughs> Fuck. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, 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 uh. <laughs> she does laugh. Uh, welcome to Witchy Wrap-Up, our final segment for our final episode in this Spellcast series. Woo! Gosh. This is a segment where we talk about our questions, our hopes for the series, and just unpack everything we didn't unpack. Isabel, 
Honestly, I have a question. Give it to me. How does it feel to be done this show? I'm very excited. We have some very exciting things coming up. And but yeah, honestly, I'm just down to be done. I'm happy to have some of the answers we've been thinking about. I'm happy that we can stop talking about the same show. Yeah. And since we know no one's listening anyways, <laughs> I'm excited to do stuff that people will listen to. Although I do know we have one watcher. Yeah, I, I know we have a, a couple of diehards, which is amazing that you still li listen like people that come up to me and are like, yo, listen to that episode. Very amazing. That's crazy. Shout out. Shout out Finn. Shout out Neve. Shout out Hunter, the fam. I think Malia told me she listens to oh, Malia too. I love Malia. But that was a few months ago, so oh yeah, probably. we've taken our time. Definitely a fake fan now. Uh, I just feel great. I mean, we've been doing this since Halloween, straight up. Like this has been a thing since Halloween. Uh, if mm -hmm. it's gonna be, feel great to to move on. I mean, what 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 are your thoughts on the whole show? Like, what what would you review this as? Okay. If you have to get overarching, like a, yeah. Out of like an out of 10 or something. Yeah. I think it's really hard to say because I think each episode was really would get a different review as an over as a whole series. I have to read it low because I was mad at it until like the last two or three episodes. So maybe a six, six. Yeah, I was going to go six or seven. Yeah, you, you heard me. I started saying seven, but then I had to switch it. So it is We're on the same page. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It was a show. <laughs> And it did pull back. It, show. it went. It came back. I'll, I will give it credit where credits due. But way too long. Way too long to pick up. Like I hate video game people say that all the time. Like just stick with it, bro. Forty hours and the game gets amazing. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. I am not spending forty hours to like finally let this thing excel. Like I want that experience to be by episode two, end of episode one. I better be hooked. Uh, and this show. Yeah, this 100%. show did not do that. Definitely not. I wouldn't have continued watching if we weren't committed to this podcast. So and that feels good. Yeah, that's a huge point. Like, I wouldn't have finished the show if we weren't doing this show about it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this, I love watching bad shit because, like, as a critic or whatever, like, I, you need to have, like, a, a well-rounded, I don't know, pot of things that you, you've consumed, right? Like, you can't just consume the good things and then expect to, like, have a good opinion on anything. Of course. But this felt so mediocre yeah just like a show like it wasn't super super bad <laughs> the things we were talking about are just like like just seems like not a good cohesive plan of what they wanted to do with the series it didn't seem like anyone yeah everyone was communicating their ideas properly to each other uh, right every like the things that were majorly off were were tonally and like the plot structure was just bland and also confusing bland is bad and maybe um subjective but confusing is a no like you can't mm -hmm. have people not understand what you're talking about and yeah. what your show's about <clears throat> but i mean you can like the twin peaks mans love that shit i'd say 50 percent. no but no but that's that's different that's like mystery and that's clearly purposeful right i don't know some of it's just confusing for the sake of be being confusing as well like it, okay. it's not all i've never seen twin peaks yeah but you're saying it's confusing for the sake of being confusing so that's still purposeful whereas this show didn't real i don't think it knew it was confusing true true absolutely i think it was just like confused writing and i think part of that comes from because this show was based off of the plot directly was based off of a graphic novel series so they didn't really have to do a lot of work in terms of coming up with storyline or plot so I feel like they were probably just lazy in the adapt, like the adapting of it to screen. Yeah. 
or like script tv script yeah it does feel like the translation didn't go properly yeah and i am not sure yet i haven't done my research if season two is also based off of a comic so maybe if it's not that will allow them to to, like spend more i hope have to spend more time in the writing room i want to see the weird shit they come up with because like this was an experience (laughs) this is definitely like a something to see if they're completely off the rails like no no books no comics like to hold them back Mm -hmm. i want to see what they make i feel like it's going to be more riverdale Mm -hmm. which would be exciting yeah because riverdale just went balls to the walls and did nuts uh, nutty things but i think it totally pays off we, uh, honestly like i don't think it's fair to judge the show until season two mm-hmm, mm-hmm. complete i don't think it's completely fair to judge this show until season two because the production company and the people who worked on riverdale are good at like picking shit up and like flipping spinning it positive basically right because people were like oh riverdale shit blah, blah, blah. and we talked about this in episode one um yeah but the people and the brand found a way to make it fun so hopefully Sabrina, that happens with Sabrina and more people get into it. Cause it is like, I love witches. I love the concepts they're dealing with. I think this is like fun to see on television or yeah. Yeah. Uh, any more thought, hopes, questions? Um, I got a question sent in by a, one of our four viewers. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me pull it up. I can't wait until we're like famous podcasters and we like, we link back to this. And it's, it's yeah. like the three people listening. It's, that's going to be amazing. I know. I know. People are going to be so proud. Our OG listeners. Okay. First, she asked, sorry, Neve sent in this question. Awesome. Our first not anonymous question. Woo! Um, yeah. So first she asked, who do you pick? Nicholas Scratch or Harvey Kinkle? For what? Who would you, who do you like better? Who, do, who would you pick? Who would you date? Date? Uh... Uh, I don't you go first. Interesting, because I my response to her question was too obvious. As in like make Nick. it more exciting. <laughs> yeah, I said obviously Nick. Yeah, but I mean, who is that guy other like once he gets Sabrina, is he the gonna be the same guy? So much of his character is just flirty. Will right. will, totally will there right. won't there be anything? But then she updated her question, and this is a good one. She said would you rather stay a witch and date Harvey or be immortal and date Nick? Stay a witch. Stay a witch and date Harvey. What the hell? Oh, my God. Imagine not being a witch. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Why would you give that up? This is something we were questioning Sabrina on for so long. Like, hello, you have this really dope thing. I am a diehard. If, if it's a witch, you got you, you to gotta be a witch. You got to be a witch. If there's any option where you can be a witch, take it. Okay, so but you're picking because of the witch thing, not because of the Harvey thing. Because no. when it's just a dating basis, you pick Nick. <clears throat> I don't know. I just feel like Nick Nick's appeal would would wear off. Would dwindle very quickly. Very also, fast. I feel like I would be so jealous if my partner was a witch and I wasn't. Like, um, that'd be annoying. That, that's a weird. Maybe they, they could do lots of things for me, but that's a power dynamic, right? Like yeah, you, that's that a person power dynamic. Of ours, it literally is. You have powers. <laughs> True. Literally. So, Isabel, let's talk a little bit about what we're doing after this. Okay. After this final episode, we are going to do another series. This one, luckily for us and you, each episode of the podcast will be an entire movie or an entire series. And it's all Netflix specific, baby. Yeah, we love, we love it. Streaming, brands, 
we're slaves to them. <laughs> slaves to them. And also, I think Netflix originals just get the most buzz. I think people are most for like they're producing a lot of good content now. So people love them. We uh, we're still looking for a name for this this new podcast. But yeah, I think it's going to be very fun, super casual and super, super timely, which is one thing that we wanted to to after doing this one, we wanted to be more <laughs> on time and and more with the what are what are the people watching? What are the people watching? Because no one's watching Sabrina. No anymore. one, no one um, really was watching Sabrina at the beginning. Anyway, that's true. Most people quit very quickly. Yeah, but not us. No, we stuck with it and we stayed with it. Uh, I, I I like that a lot. But I, I'm I'm excited. We want to talk about things like Russian Doll, that Flat Earth documentary, blah blah blah, a bunch of things. Um, and if you have suggestions for new stuff you want us to cover, hit us up. Uh, tell your friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is um. Yeah. So and just keep in mind, you don't have to resubscribe to a new podcast. We're just gonna be rebranding this uh this feed, uh changing the art, mm -hmm. changing the name, blah, blah blah. If you have any cool names, hit us up because we're stupid. Uh, and can't. It's taking us a long time. And can't come up with. We, we wanna. We pray. We like alliteration. Yeah, we like alliteration. We like we like shorter names. Short. We like shorter. We want something that will bring us to fame yeah so if you can think of a name that will make us famous make us and popular famous um anyways thank you guys so much for watching listening <laughs> this is listening uh this was really cool this was fun this whole series is brought to you by hosted by play underground yeah Hug. it's an online platform yeah. they talk about pop culture and video games and they do lots of other things also Mm -hmm. it's very fun uh thank you for listening you can check out our movie nights our music mixes videos other podcasts where we talk about video games a lot uh actually only sometimes um yeah and and some people are reaching out asking where they can donate and and if they could give us money and yes please give us money we would love your money we want to pay for the site and not use our own pocket change because we're all poor uh so we're setting up a patreon um, and you'll be able to see the news on that if you follow us on Twitter at Pugzine or check us out on Facebook at Play Underground uh, to get the news on that and donate. Hey, you could send us a dollar. That'd be cool. You could send them ten. You could send us ten. Anything. Anything. If you're rolling in it. If you're rolling in it around Christmas time. Send us those guaps. Send us those money chunks. Mula Benji's Franklin's. Fetty Guala. We want it all. Please. <laughs> Please, please. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have some cool tiers and stuff, fun stuff. We have this one tier that we were playing around with. Uh, if you donate like $5 or something a month, you get to pick what we review or something we can talk about. Uh, and then we will go pick up that game or watch that movie and then just talk about it for a long time. Uh, that, that's one of the fun tiers uh, that we'll, we'll have. But yes, thank you so very much. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, you can find Funke at, at McFly on Twitter and Instagram. At McFly. I uh, <laughs> shaved my head off. I'm I'm on Twitter still though. I just stuttered. I just stuttered. Okay. Yeah. And you can find Isabel in Korea somewhere. Nope. Mm -hmm. Say if you see her, say hi. She's white. Um So that should be a dead giveaway. And she's there. Yeah. Holla at me. Okay, we love you so much. Thanks for listening.
and we'll see y'all later. I'll do a witch cackle to send you all on your merry way. <laughs> <laughs> Stay witching. <laughs> that was not a that was not a cackle. That was like a